0: Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast. I am Ava certified holistic health coach, certified raw food educator and lifestyle expert. I have worked with clients all over throughout my years of health coaching. I have helped people lose weight without dieting, reverse disease, and find their paths in life. I now work with women all over, gain their energy back, get rid of their stress, drop those pounds through nutrition without sacrificing their food favorites and their authenticity. There's a few things you should know about me. I'm blunt as fuck. I don't adhere to societal norms. I don't have a rigid corporate mindset. And well, I don't give a fuck. You shouldn't give a fuck either. I'm not a vanilla daisy with a side of fluff. And this is the most unfiltered holistic health and wellness podcast I will be interviewing top holistic health and wellness experts, spiritual healers, and discussing all health and wellness topics. I mean, I could sit here and talk about broccoli and its antioxidants and how it is a cruciferous vegetable or cinnamon and how its chemical constituent, cinnamaldehyde has an effect on metabolism, but we are taking it a step further. You are going to be immersed in all things health, the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual aspects. Your relationships, personal, interpersonal, and interdependent. We are going to completely overhaul your life for the better. Each week we are pushing the envelope of what normal is. This is a judgment-free zone. Vanilla daisies and fluff muffins be gone. Grab your nutrient-dense donuts, your pizza with cheese, made from nutritional yeast and other goodness and a green juice because it's going to be just that juicy make sure you are subscribed to the avian filtered podcast and leave a review share this podcast with someone who can truly benefit from it. Today's episode, Passionate on Purpose, we have a very, very special guest giving us her very personal tips on how you can pursue your passions, what it takes to do so, and how simple it is, and what you can actually do to start today. I'll be bringing her on shortly. Stay tuned. So I am here with author, business coach, podcast host, and speaker with a vision to make this world a more positive place than when she first entered it. She is armed with a background in psychology and education, couples with an unwavering entrepreneurial spirit and a passion for helping budding and novice entrepreneurs thrive. Her company, Lawson Learning Academy, LLC, specializes in helping individuals turn their dreams of entrepreneurship into thriving, successful businesses. She has coached many individuals to achieve their business goals, and she is an accomplished author, absolutely amazing. Was started as penning short stories and poetry as a child ultimately turned into authoring and co-author of several books and launching her own publishing company, Sherelle Inc. LLC. Please welcome Kimberly Sherelle Lawson to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast. Podcast. Hello,
1: Avi and the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Hello, Kim. How are you? Listen, when the mic turns on, I am wonderful.
0: <laughs> that is fabulous. So, what made you want
1: to become an entrepreneur? Um, honestly, I felt as if that was God's purpose for me. Um, I suffered a tragic loss in 2018. Um, It was my cousin, and we were more like twins. We said we were cousin twins because he was six months younger than me. We were next door neighbors, first cousins, same grade, in the band, same first job, same first car. Like, we were intertwined as much as you can be intertwined without sharing a womb. And he took a nap in 2018, and he never woke up. And so I really felt like um, after a certain point of dealing with that, that it was my turn. That was him passing the ball to me because he was an entrepreneur. He was um, the first one in our family, really. Well, in, in that generation, my granddad was an entrepreneur amongst many things. And my cousin sort of, he was bit by the entrepreneurial spirit. And no one in the family really understood that we are educators, you know. You get those. You go to school. You become a teacher. You change lives through the classroom, and you you retire. And you know you've lived out your purpose. But he wanted something more, so he left education after a couple of years and he became an entrepreneur. And so when he died, I felt as if he was passing the ball to like, okay, you've been doing this. You just haven't been giving yourself the credit that you deserve for what you've been doing. And so I realized like okay, so it's my turn. I I have to do it now. And so I just picked up.
0: That's amazing, Kim. And I'm so sorry for your loss. That had to be really, really tough on you. But I'm so glad that you, you know, you transmuted that energy and you became an entrepreneur, you know, walking in, you know, your cousin's footsteps with that guidance. I think that's beautiful.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, we all go through trials. I mean, that's life. That's human life. I, I tell my students all the time, life is not fair. But life is not fair for everyone. That makes life fair. And so, you know, it it is one of those things where if you don't find purpose in your pain, you will stay there.
0: Absolutely. I love that. Can you repeat that last line again, where you said life, you said life is not fair to everyone, but life, that's what makes life fair, right?
1: Yes, life is not fair. Life is not fair for everyone. That makes life fair.
0: Exactly. Love it. You have to turn your pain into purpose or you'll get stuck, right?
1: You'll get stuck. Yes, you you will be stuck there. And I knew I wasn't supposed to be stuck there. I knew I wasn't supposed to be stuck there like, okay, so there's something here. Let's figure out what that something is. And from the moment that I opened myself up to realize that there was a purpose within my pain, everything began to align. So that's one of the things, you know, when something is for you, when you have passion, and there's a clear purpose. And so I knew, because I had passion for helping people. And it was clear that this was my purpose, because all the stars aligned.
0: That's amazing. And I'm glad you mentioned that, because there's a lot of people not walking in their purpose. And to me, that's a a scary thing, because it's like, well, then, they're not walking in their purpose. Just like you said, you're in alignment when you're with your purpose. So I'm like, well, if they're not in line with their purpose, they're out of alignment at the moment. So how can people become aligned and follow their purpose?
1: Um, So the first thing that you have to really determine whether or not you are in your purpose is you have to decide, is there anything financially that is driving you? And so That in itself, if money is your determining factor, that's probably not your purpose because you can profit off of your purpose. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with profiting off your purpose, but your your purpose should not be to profit. And so that's the first thing I always ask people when they come to me and they say that they want to start this business. They want to do this thing. And I ask them, okay, why? And if the first like when in the first sentence is something dealing with money, then we, we have to do some reevaluate because your purpose should be something along the lines of changing the world, helping people. And that goes into many, many facets, you know, of, of, of many different avenues. You are changing people. That's why you have that purpose. And so whatever you're going to do, that's how you know it aligns. Does it align because you're supposed to change people, you're supposed to change the world, or are you looking for profit?
0: Exactly. So looking for, basically, so doing what you love, helping people, and not looking for the profit. That's
1: how you find your purpose, right? Right, because it's part of your passion. It's something that you would do for free. Something maybe you've already been doing for free. It is something that keeps you up at night. So when somebody pitches an idea to me and they want me to help them, does it keep me up at night? Am I still thinking about it hours later or have I forgotten about it? So the fact that I'm still thinking about this, it lets me know that I have passion about it. So you always want to combine your passion with your purpose. Because they, if if this is really what it is, these pieces of the puzzle just fit together. They, 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 they're stackable. It just works. And you know, now that's not saying that you're not going to have some stumbling blocks because you're meant to have stumbling blocks because obstacles are designed to show you how tough you are. Hmm. And people think that obstacles are about showing you how hard the world is. Absolutely not obstacles are designed to show you how tough you are. How bad do you really want to change this world? How bad do you really want to help these people? How bad do you really want to tell the world that you have this message? Are you willing to jump a couple of hurdles? If the answer is no, reevaluate.
0: Exactly. Do what you love. When the stumbling blocks come up, it's all in perspective. It's all in how you look at it.
1: I love it. Love it. Love it. So
0: why do you love helping people?
1: You know, I feel like the more I help people, the more I'm helping myself. So it's one of those things where I really don't focus on what's wrong with me, like what's wrong, what's happening, um, because I feel like the more I help people, the more I'm helping myself because I'm making the world better. And if I'm making the world better, then I'm helping my children. If I'm making the world better, I'm helping my grandchildren that don't exist right now. You know, it, it's it's all about that because um Bill Cosby's son, Enos um, Cosby, was known to say uh, before he died that people believe you have to change the lives of a lot of people to change the world. And he was like, you just changed yourself and you've already changed the world. And so every single time that I'm helping someone, I'm learning something also about myself. I'm learning something more about what I am capable of giving, what I'm capable of doing. And that too is changing the world.
0: That's awesome. Self-improvement while helping people. It's all a growth, a growth um, journey.
1: Yes, Yes. we're meant to grow. We are meant to grow as people. Yes, you may stop physically growing around. You know, if you're a guy, you'll physically grow until you're about 28. If you're a lady, then you'll physically grow until you're about 20. But the growth doesn't stop there. There's mental growth, there's spiritual growth, there's financial growth. You know, there are so many different um, facets of life in which you can grow. And so growing is definitely something you never want to stop doing.
0: Nice. That's awesome. So, Kim, I noticed that you love positive vibes. You love positive people. I did a live with you, and you said that specifically. So what in your life made you only want positivity in your life?
1: Because I've suffered enough negative. Mm. And there's enough negative, like you can find negativity just by opening your front door. Sometimes you can find negativity by logging on to social media. You can find negativity by uh, watching the news, but there's nothing in that. And so one of the things that I often get into a debate with uh, my gifted students about is the fact that darkness does not exist. Hmm. And they go back and forth about it, and and I tell them, and I I say, well, what what is darkness? You know, it's dark. There's no light. I say, ah, so darkness is the absence of light. So the absence of something does not mean that something else exists. If darkness only exists because there's no light, then it really doesn't exist. So I choose to focus on positivity, because that's light. Negativity is darkness. Darkness only exists when there isn't any light. So if I'm constantly surrounding myself with positive people, I'm constantly focusing on positive situations, then I'm filling my room with light, leaving no room for darkness.
0: Exactly. So let's put it in context, because are you referring to, you're not referring to like not focusing on like traumas you might need to heal like that kind of darkness to lead you to the light right you're talking about people who focus on darkness alone yeah
1: so trauma trauma is a part of life everyone has some trauma what I'm saying in that is is that within my trauma I learned something about me okay there was something that I was able to learn and I chose not to stay in that dark room instead I open a door I open a window I change rooms I allowed myself to stand in the light So when I say I choose not to focus on the darkness, that's exactly what I mean. The glass is either half full or half empty. You determine what you see. And so if you have traumas um, that you have not healed, of course you have to heal them, but you can't heal them in darkness. You can only heal your trauma by moving to the light, by um, learning something about yourself, learning how to overcome that situation, um, growing from it you You will never grow in a dark space, things don't grow in the dark. things grow in the light
0: okay, so take- exactly so taking that darkness and allowing it to elevate you to the light is what you're yes. saying that's yes. awesome, yeah, so utilizing it for what it is that's awesome. so how did you turn your dreams into reality?
1: um by realizing that it was really possible, realizing that things were possible and That was something that I did not discover really until I was an adult, because growing up, my family is extremely practical. They're practical people. Um, My dad overcame a lot in his childhood. My mom as well. I mean, growing up in the South, my parents went to schools that were segregated starting out, and then switched to integrated schools. My granddad taught in segregated schools. You know, my granddad um, growing up in the South in the 1930s and 40s, you know, there was a lot going on for them. And so when we get to the point of where I exist in the 80s, They began to really want to be practical. They wanted us to have a good life, but what we don't want is for you to waste a lot of time trying to figure things out. So it was always, um, what's your plan? The plan has to make sense. The plan doesn't make sense. Then we got to go back to the drawing board. I can tell you that growing up the most rebellious thing that I did was I majored in psychology in college. That to my parents was rebellious because what are you going to do with this psych degree? You're never going to get a job. Like, what's happening? Why are you picking psych? You should be an educator. Education is your calling. Why don't you want to major in science or math? You know, all of those things. But psychology interests me. And so that was one time when I was like, okay, I know this doesn't make sense to all of you, but just trust me, I know what I'm doing. And so I I never knew that it wasn't even an option to go to college and change your major. That was not an option for me. You go to college, you pick a major, you stick with that major, you graduate, you get a job in that area, you work it for 30 years, you retire. So once I became an adult and I really started to realize like, yes, I love human behavior and I love studying it. I don't necessarily know that being a counselor is what I want to do. I stumbled into teaching, was really good at teaching, and my family was ecstatic. Yes, we told you, you belonged. you know, you needed to be a teacher. But I loved it, and I was great at it, but it still didn't fulfill me. There was still a little something missing, and I started writing books, and that was great. That so was still little something missing and it wasn't until I was left alone in my pain of grief for that year that I began to realize like well what is it you really want to do I want to change the world I want to help people well how do you want to help people because everybody wants to help people you know well most people want to help people but how do you want to help people and I realized that I wanted a legacy to be left behind for my kids And it was like, okay, so what is that? So how do you get to building a legacy? And I started to think, I want to leave something for my children when I'm gone, for my children and my grandchildren, something that is going to surpass me. And that doesn't necessarily mean money. Of course, I would like to leave my children in a a financial um, place of, of greatness, but I want something that's going to surpass me. And a business could surpass me if I build it right, if I treat people right, and if my heart is in the right place when I do it, then this name of this business is going to surpass my physical being on this earth. And I realized that this was the dream that I never felt like I had the right to dream because I was taught to be practical and realizing that i was like okay there's no way i cannot do it and i actually did it all in under 30 days and didn't tell anyone but a friend didn't tell parents siblings didn't tell anyone um until the business was built and i was working the business and then it was like see this dream wasn't so far-fetched see, I could really do it. And, you know, um, it was a great feeling. It was a great feeling. And that in itself, realizing that I needed to turn my own dream into a reality, it changed me as a parent as well. Because I realized that not allowing my children to dream, and not that I hadn't been doing it, but I realized that not only do I need to allow my children to dream, I need to feed those dreams.
0: So, okay. Wow. That's amazing. So, you went against your parents, which I think is amazing. I know you I know you love your parents, but for you to continue on that path and say this is what I need to do for me, it, it's it's like you you delved in and you said, "You know this is not I don't you said something's missing." So you delved into your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health, and you you went with that. What was driving you at that point? Like what else was driving you? What made you say, because a lot of people listen to their parents. What made you be like, "You know what? I'm just I, I have to go down this path."
1: It was because I realized I needed something for me. You know, I, I had been making good grades my entire life. You know, I was an honor graduate. I was never a troubled kid. You know, I did everything they wanted me to do. I just needed something that was for me. Majoring in psychology, that was for me. I was like, this was my chance to learn something that truly interests me. And so at that point, you know, I knew I was taking a chance with that college major because you know parents have to sign off on those on that paperwork and things. But I really just needed something for me, and so deciding that it was then, and it was the same way with um, the business with starting the business. Um, I knew that it was part of my purpose, and I was very passionate about helping people in that capacity, but. As a mom, as a a full-time educator, I felt really lost. And so I felt like, okay, I can help people without starting this business. I can leave a legacy to my kids without starting this business, but I still needed something that was for me. And I think that um, in your adult life, especially if you have a family you get really lost in that. And it's really easy to put other people's needs before yourself, but it's okay to celebrate you. And it's okay to do something that you need for you.
0: Absolutely. I love that creating around your peace and what's authentic to you. I, I absolutely love that. Self-love and self-care is at the forefront. Because if you can't yes. help, you, if you can't
1: help, you know, yourself, you can't help other people. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you fly, what are the first thing they tell you to do? Put your mask on before you try to help someone else.
0: I hate masks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like,
0: oh, but yeah, yeah, they do. They do. When you're flying, they do. They don't say put it on the next one. That's true. <laughs> so what tips would you give aspiring entrepreneurs wanting to be successful, but thinking that it's it's super
1: difficult? So. Um, the first thing is that word success. That's something that you have to clearly define for yourself. Success cannot be defined by other people. Um, so my my first thing is to say, um, find your why. Find your why. Why do you want to do this? That's important. Because in that, you discover whether or not you are passionate and if this is part of your purpose. Number two, define what does success mean for you? And once you can define what success means for you, you go to number three with developing your path.
0: I love that. I absolutely love that. Just take that and package it. That's that's great because it's true. It's like you have to define your own success, however that looks like for you. Don't listen to what other people think. Just, Just go after it full force.
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. That's what you have to do and people people make it really complicated because they they they're filling their plan with things that don't matter. I'm one of those people who's like, "Let's clear out the clutter, yeah. let's get to it. What is your why? You know, define success now develop your path. You can't do it you can't do it out of order either, because if you try to do any of those things out of order, if you try to develop your path before you discover your why you're not you're not going to be in alignment
0: exactly and and don't overthink it like what Kim's sharing with you, don't overthink your why because a lot of people they I remember being at a conference years back, they had a whole exercise on how to find your why, and I'm like, this is causing me to overthink just like you okay. said. <laughs> It's what you love doing on a daily basis. Don't overthink it. Like If you love, I don't know, uh, throwing tennis balls at the wall, and you could just do that for 24 hours. Don't overthink, oh, what is my why? No, you like throwing tennis balls. Keep doing that. Yeah.
1: I, I throw the tennis balls against the wall because I enjoy it. It, it flexes my wrist, which is deterring off riders. You know, it is, it is adding agility to it because can I throw the tennis ball and hit the exact same spot each time? Like, you know, there is something there. You just have to discover it for yourself. No one else can do it. Exactly,
0: and I love that. And I was just, as you were saying, I was thinking of ideas for people who do that. I was like, that could help people
1: in physical therapy and like sports performance. <laughs> yes, it absolutely can. And there, and there are people who who actually do something—not necessarily throw it, but they do the throwing motion if they break their elbow or dislocate their elbow or their wrist because you got to get all of that range of motion back. So yes, if you love throwing that tennis ball against the wall, there is a purpose behind that. Okay. Go through your why, define success, and create your path. It is, it's possible. And I'm not just saying that because I am a coach and it is my job to find, to help everybody turn their dream into a reality, but I'm telling you that because it is true.
0: Exactly. If you have not discovered your why or your passion with Kim being on the Avi Unfiltered podcast, then I don't know what you're doing because I would have been taking down notes. I would have already found my why by now. Cause she is so inspirational and so positive and motivational. And I just love how you just stand in your power. Really. I do.
1: Thank you.
0: You're welcome.
1: (laughs) So how can people work with you? So, um, people can work with me, um, by doing, um, one-on-one consultations. Um, and I do offer a free 20 minute meet and greet. This is an opportunity for us to uh, let's talk. You tell me what um what it is that you want to do. And then at the end of that, I can tell you how I can help you. And we then begin working together. Um, people can visit my website, www.kimberlylawson.net. Um, I have a book online link there, Lawson Learning Academy Facebook page, uh, book online. And if you are one of those people who can write fast or you remember things, you, if you know that you would like to at least do the meet and greet call with me, um, go to my link, talk to kimberly.asas.me, and schedule it. I, I love talking to people about what their goals and dreams are because this, this is truly something I am passionate about. I actually started helping people um, live their dreams turn their dreams into profitable businesses when I was 13. I started, I started. And so, you know, it's amazing looking back that I never realized that this was such a passion of mine, considering how long I've been doing it. But again, you know, not being just free to just, you know, reach for the stars to just dream and do things that may seem intangible to others is part of that. But now that I'm here, I'm all about it. I promise you, it it doesn't matter how outlandish you think your idea is, if this is truly your passion and your purpose, there's profit behind it. You know, we just have to get everything lined up. So 100%. But um, listeners, I'm telling you right now, like, don't spend one more day not living your purpose, not living your dream. Don't do it one more day. Don't do it one more day. Um, People love to say YOLO. You only live once. That's a lie. You live every day, you die once. Mm. So if you're living every day, you should be living every day in your purpose, fulfilling your passion.
0: That's awesome. Now, quickly, what would you say to someone who thinks that they can't live their purpose because they have to like support their family, they have a nine to five job, and they have that corporate mentality? What would be your
1: advice for them? It's called a side hustle. It is called a side hustle. So there no one says that in order to have this business that you need to quit your job and give up your 401k and your benefits, your insurance, and step out there to sell to set up your lemonade. saying absolutely not. What we're saying is, is that rush hour is peak time. So if you get off at four, you're in time for rush hour traffic to set up that lemonade stand to greet all of your customers with that fresh squeeze um, decadence that is going to revive them as they sit in traffic. That's what I'm saying. It's called a side hustle. Think about this, people. Jada Pickett-Smith is a well-known actress. She has a side hustle. She has red table talk. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows the importance of having multiple streams of income. Um, it's been years, years, but I read in a magazine somewhere, maybe it was an online blog, that Oprah collects 1,200 checks a month. And that was years ago. That was before, you know, a lot of the deals she has now. 1,200 checks a month. Each check represents a stream of income. Don't leave your, your corporate job. Until your um, side hustle, your um your, your business that you're starting, supersedes um, what you're doing in corporate America, then stay there and have that stability for your family. You can actually do both. You can give your family stability with your salary and the benefits and things that your family needs to thrive. And you can also start this business and work it on the side to fulfill something in you. You it's not It's not a choice. It's not an either or. It's not stability or passion. No, they go hand in hand. If you really want that passion, you know how to make it work. You will be flying out of that office at 4 o'clock to set up that lemonade stand just in time for rush hour traffic.
0: Shit, you can even go in your car and do a podcast
1: episode listen (laughs) with the lemonade stand (laughs) right that's what I mean you can do it if this is something that you are passionate about then you can do it because again we said what the obstacles are going to come and obstacles are to show you how tough you are and how bad you really want it so that's an obstacle how bad do you want it are you willing to make it work what are you going to sacrifice
0: Absolutely. Well, Kim, this was super, super amazing. I cannot wait for this episode to premiere. I'll put all of your information in the show notes. And this was just beautiful. It's going to help so many people. So I thank you. Thank you so, so much. And have a great, great day.
1: Thank you, Avi and listeners.
0: Well, that was a fun and fabulous interview with Kim. She gave excellent tips and I'm just truly amazed at all the tips she gave and how many people it's going to benefit. Definitely go ahead and pursue all your passions. Have a purpose with it. Do what you love. Do it because you love it. Only if you'd like to work with Kim, I will put all her info in the show notes and I will see you next week. Have an unfiltered day. See you next week.